me, 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 me. Meow. Meow. Okay. Ready? There is a friendship crisis in America. People are more digitally connected than ever, but so many of us feel lonelier than we ever have. I'm Julia Toro, a creative director based in Austin. And I'm Steph Douglas, a real estate investor also based in Austin. We both felt like something was missing from our own social lives. So if you are also feeling that way, welcome to A Circle is Round, a podcast where we talk about our personal lives, social dynamics, making new friends, nurturing the ones you have, and how to feel connected in this modern world. Okay. Okay. So my sister and I and my bestie Jane and I have been doing this very fun thing where every day or not every day, but like when we talk, we'll say, okay, what's one with my sister? It's one thing that made you laugh and one thing that made you learn. And with Jane, it's what was your high and what was your cringe? So you can choose either of those to answer. Okay. This is so cute. You have the best structure. (laughs) Structure. Community is structure. Truly is. Yeah. You're writing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I will say so high and cringe. We do peach and pit at Oh yeah. Yes. I, I like peach and pit. That's cute. Yeah. I like cringe because it's kinda like it makes you tell like an embarrassing story or like something that was kind of and, awkward. Okay, I'm gonna do high and cringe and I'm gonna say hi. Today has been so good. Ah, fun day. A such fun day. Hey. I woke up and I record, recorded podcasts for Open House wow. and then had coaching with Sarah. Ah, oh, I want to hear about that. She, I also sent her our podcast. She was so happy. She said she loves us both so much. Oh. So shout out to Sarah. This is Sarah. Oh, stop. I love that. And then I went and helped my friend Nicole with put up a shelf at her house. Oh, her, she needed Yes. That. Her partner broke his ankle. Yeah. Playing hockey. Oh. And so she was like, anyone can help me with a shelf. And I was like, ah, oh, this is something I can help with. Like, I can't cook like she does or like I can't there's there's ways that I can contribute yeah 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 shelf is so perfect for you so perfect it was so fun it was bonding it was like I took my little tool bag over there she gave me a sparkling water and it was really fun and then Christoph texted saying anyone want to meet for coffee and I was like oh my god and so me and Alan went and met him and it was lovely I had a tea all right okay you might sound or you might hear a difference in my sound (laughs) Yeah, no, it's okay. We figured it out. We figured it out. We're yes. fine. Um, um, okay. So, okay, so the cringe. Okay, yes. Cringe. So Okay, hot I dog. Ke- yes, I keep a parking lot of um, lines that they are just fun lines. Yes. Like, that I never want to anyone to see. It's just for me. <laughs> okay. It's for my creative process. <laughs> and somehow those lines ended up in front of the client. One of those lines being all dogs go to heaven. Oh, <laughs> they like it? No. no. <laughs> they tagged it in the proof doc and they were like, while this made me laugh, I don't think we'll move forward with it. Oh, or and these were just your. These were just. They your, were like my oh, like. Yeah, how yeah. did that happen? I I exported a PDF, and I forgot to delete the extra pages. Oh no! But I, I wasn't cringed out. I think Good. they liked it, and then it also made me realize that. Um, I think it's fun to charm people when they don't expect it. When they don't expect it. Yeah, like these people, the people that I'm working with are very. Um, you know, their their jobs probably suck so bad, uh, and so I, you know, like if I'm if I throw in, I think it's nice to go above and beyond and like put something in there that's like obviously never going to see the light of day, but it's just for them. I love this. Yeah, um, but that was not cringy. Uh, <laughs> I know. I guess that wasn't that cringy. Okay, okay, let me think of a real one. You charmed them. That was a pro. That was a pro. <laughs> but you in my mind, I was like, that was not meant for you. <laughs> Did you tell them that? No. 
Okay. I want them nice. to think that I... <laughs> that you went above and beyond. Just some extra ideas sprinkled in there. All dogs <laughs> go to heaven. I, to heaven. I think that's cute. So cute. Like, so not on brand for them. Anything no, that they want to do. No, that's fair. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay. So this week I've been working really late and I got my period. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting in this in this downstairs creative studio one evening from 4 to 10. And I 4 p.m. 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Okay. And I got up to leave. Bye, everyone. Bled through my pants. Blood on the seat. <gasps> no one, no one saw. But I was like, oh my God. I had to like kind of I had to go to the bathroom. I had to wipe my pants. I had to go oh, back in pants. with a wet paper towel and wipe the seat off with blood. It was jeans. I was wearing denim. Oh. You could like see the whole thing. Oh. I had to like tie a sweater around my waist to walk oh. to my car. <laughs> it was like it was like throwback to middle school. Oh, why that, that feeling is so bad. I yeah. mean, I've done that so many times as an adult though. I keep thinking like I've had 30, yeah. not 30 years of periods. I've had right. at least 20 years when Maybe. when will this end? When will I get optimized about this? I know. I know. That's another reason why the IUD is amazing. Because that <sighs> never happens on an IUD. That's so nice. But I I don't know. It's kind of – I mean, I just wish – what the ideal thing is that it would just be normal. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Like, I have we have blood coming out of us. And, like, sometimes we're not going to be able to handle it. <laughs> and so you just have to see it. You know, there's a Broad City episode where she uses that as a deterrent. Did you watch Broad City? Yeah, a little bit. Where she she uses she has like these bloody pants that she wears on purpose so that when the dog is sniffing her because of her drugs, she's like, sorry, (laughs) which is genius. It's so smart. I wish there was like an equal purpose in my life for bloody pants. Like I know some kind of some disarming like something. Yeah. Like, ah, sorry. I mean, it could be safe for like, you know, if someone was coming after you, they wouldn't want to touch you or I don't know. <laughs> I just I just wish that more people would just be like, oh, yeah, I've bled on people. I mean, it's so bad. Like <laughs> I've bled on so much. Alan's poor Alan. He's so nice about it. Oh, my sheets permanently stained. <laughs> so bad. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, can you wash them? Can you, can you this please out? take care of this? <laughs> yeah. He's so he's so good. Oh, he's so good. I mean, period blood shouldn't be a gross thing. No, it's just it's a miracle it's a, of life. It's <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of the miracle that's true, life. That's where all the old babies go. Shedding yeah. old babies. Oh my god. <laughs> or not old babies, like um, baby potential. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. How did you not think of this first? I don't know. I think because the hot dog thing happened more recently, right? Yeah, recency <laughs> so, bias. Oh, good. Okay, but I was thinking. And I can't remember if we've already talked about this or not, but like I obviously I'm working. I have a job. I show up every day and whether or not I want to and I stay whether or not I want to. And I was thinking about how we should treat friendships, which I think you do like a job, mm. like you put in hours every day, every day, even if you don't feel like it. Yes. You just do it. We are social creatures scientifically. Like we we crave interaction with other people. It doesn't have to be what. It looks like on Instagram, it doesn't like have to be, it doesn't have to be a certain way, but it has to be for you to be happy. Yeah. I think. And the, I mean, maybe it's not even like a more is more situation, but it's like a regular, a regular cadence of seeing other people yep. in a capacity that makes you feel happier. Yes. Yes. I think that's exactly it. And also like, if I don't feel like doing something, that's like a deterrent for me. You know, like I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm not, then I'm not going to. 
But when it's a job, it's like too fucking bad. You have to. You show up and you do it anyway. You're getting dressed every single morning. Yes. And I think there is something to – I mean, it's tough because the con- the consequences of not showing up to a job are obvious. You get fired and you don't get paid. Right. The consequences of not showing up to friendships are less obvious but still just as real and maybe even more consequential. In your in your like overarching life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I think that the relationship suffers – um, I mean, the relationship could suffer. Maybe it doesn't. But your overall mental health and yeah. and and really just like longevity, even like yes. you're the most important thing. If you if you write a list down, I bet most people would say friends and family number one, yeah. and that's something that you have to show up for. You have yeah. to, or it's going to suffer. Yes, and if you think about community, and you think about like. You know, everyone's like, oh, blue zones and beans and, you know, Mediterranean, (laughs) they live forever. Yes. I don't know. I think it's kind of, it's a little bit flawed to be like, oh, well, they just eat fish and olive oil. So that's why they live to 95. I think a big part of that is also their community. I uh, totally agree. And thinking about a community where you see people all the time that you don't want, you don't feel like seeing, but you don't have the luxury to choose because they're just there. You either live with them or you pass them on the street or they're your grocer or your butcher or whatever. Yes. And it's just becoming so much clearer to me that I need to start treating friendship blades like a job. I love this. I'm excited. Oh, I'm... I got it. I got to work. Oh, I got to. I got to go to work. Yeah, I'm working two jobs. Two jobs. <laughs> I'm working like twenty. <laughs> um, I I have a friend, someone in my life, who we've since realized on this podcast that people are listening. So if we ever said your name on here, <laughs> we apologize, and we won't do that anymore. It will be anonymous. But I have a friend, um, who is going through a lot with his relationship, and he was over last night. And the night before, just like with for support and for, you know, um, really, yeah. And his partner is out of town and just like they're trying to they're trying to figure figure stuff out. And he's reading a book on trauma and he's talking about how there's a lot of like unearthed science around trauma and and unresolved feelings or, you know, chronic feeling lonely contributes to disease. Yeah. And he was saying like. If you don't, if if I don't overcome this like childhood stuff, and a lot of people say it's you know genetic or you know your family passed this this down, there is some th- some cases that say it could be just like family trauma passed down. Whoa. Um. So that I think is is addressed by relationships. I mean, I think there's so much that you can work out with other people around you. If you are alone for a majority of your day. You're inside your head and you're ruminating on these things. And your thoughts aren't just your thoughts. Like that shit, it manifests in your body in a physical, physical way. So if we're talking about like mental health, okay, not everyone wants to prioritize mental health. But what about physical health? Health in general is Mm -hmm. affected by by seeing other people. So, So yeah. And I do think that there is a lot of importance put on job and security and money and getting more stuff yeah but for what to what end you know i just think if you're sacrificing a lot for your nine to five job yeah we have to figure out ways around that or just like push yourself in other way and other areas of your life so you can have both totally yes i i think like i think we we were talking about this at brunch with danny about this idea that um you have to 
work on your friendships. Friendship is something that you should be working at just like you're going to the gym and grocery shopping and meal planning and whatever else you do to take care of yourself. And I that was a new concept for me until I read that book, Big Friendship. Yeah. Is that like it's not always going to come naturally and you have to work at it and it's work. It's work. You got to put in the work and then and then you reap the rewards. I think I think that's a great way to put it. And I think we can on this podcast figure out the structure with which we can work out, like our yes. workout plan. You yes. Know? And and that I think it has to do with like a cycle of, for example, this person that stayed in my Airbnb. Like that happened. I was flapped and <laughs> and and now I really have to sit with this and be like, okay, that flapped me i gotta like figure this out and yeah. what, what what how can i use this to propel me forward in my own yes you know the, the kind of like muscles you know i yeah. have to I have to work this muscle out and oh this this was a snag in my workout i need to like work out that muscle more because that muscle is atrophied totally okay so that's your flap that you're working on yeah okay i i had a thing that flapped me a little bit and it was um i went to go get lunch with two of my coworkers, and they we we like we're we're not at a restaurant. It's like we're at the hot bar, you know. We're just like grabbing stuff, and they they were talking, and they didn't really see me. And I walked up to them, and they like stopped talking. And I was like, it was like my second week of work, but still, I don't know. It kind of like stuck in my head a little bit. Yeah, I was like, what? Because they could have been talking about something that didn't apply to me. Right. There's a lot like they work together on a lot of stuff that I'm not part of. So it was just like whatever, but. There was like that voice inside my head that was like, oh my God, was that about me? Yeah. And if so, what the fuck was I've been here for 12 days. What the fuck was it? <laughs> yes. I but I don't want to be flapped by things like that because part of um part of that, part of the reason why I was flapped is because my mind went to worst case scenario immediately. Right. Which most people do. Which yes. Where it's like, oh my God, they were gossiping yeah. about me. <laughs> yeah. And that is a possibility. Yeah. But it's a possibility. But why go there first? Why? Like there's And even if that was true, why I don't need to know that. No. no. I'd rather not. I'd why? rather believe something completely different. Why go there? Yeah. Right. And that's the, that's a, another cool thing that that we can do with our minds if we can have enough inner peace to be like, you know, like I literally could do nothing about that. Totally. So if I asked them, they wouldn't tell me the truth. I just, I literally cannot know. Right. You know. Exactly. <laughs> so there like you could I guess bring it up, but yeah. That's worse, I think. Yes. And I also think a younger version of myself would have would have been like created this story in my mind of it's them versus me. Oh, for spun sure. Spun it out. And then you and then you act in that way and then you make it true. Absolutely. And make it true that they don't like you. And make it true that they don't like me because I'm being yes. a fucking weirdo because I'm be in my head about it. Absolutely. So it's so much better to be like, mm, no, they were just talking about something that just – and sometimes that happens when you're talking – about something that kind of naturally ends as oh. somebody new enters the conversation. Could have been anything. Yeah. Yes. But um, the I had a partner or my, one of my exes would go – would like spiral. And one of the things his therapist told him was that it is usually the simplest answer. Yeah. Like it's usually – like it's not like oh they are conspiring and they was like something you did was annoying and you know yeah. usually it's like the conversation ended <laughs> yeah. and that really gives me a lot of peace you yeah know? it's like okay this is fine and and similarly i think i talked about this before like people hanging out when you're not invited oh yeah, yeah. it's like they were it's never intentional never intentional yeah. and if it is who ca- you know i don't know it's it's kind of like 
they were probably made those plans. It's it's just so much healthier instead of that, instead of in your mind spiraling in, into what they could have been talking about yeah. in when making these plans. Like we don't let's not invite stuff because but <laughs> no, they, they were together and they were like we should do this thing and then yes. they made a text thread saying we remember when we talked about this thing we should do this. Yes, that is a better way to live. It's such a such a better way to live. And also, what you just said is another reason why treating your friendship like treating friendship like a job is the best because it compounds on itself. Like if you hang out and people mm-hmm. bring up an idea and everyone's there and then that's how you get invited to the next thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And looking at hanging out as – I know that this might be making my productivity um, addiction worse <laughs> or or whatever, but but it's like if I can use that addiction – to for to better myself but i look at social hangs as productive yeah and maybe that's you just need to reframe it because if you're thinking well i can't just like hang out all the time and i can't just you know yeah that's wasting my time and that's that's frivolous and that's enjoyment and i need to work hard yeah you you could reframe it and and like yeah i guess that's what we're doing it's a job this is a job this is a productive way for me to make my life better yeah totally totally okay so I also wanted to talk about group dynamics because – you sneezing or yeah, yawning? No. Oh. <laughs> um, My sweet, tired baby. Because I, um, I think there's so much that we haven't talked about. And I think groups are really interesting. And um, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much to them. Okay, so we were at – we were recently at a party together and – I was part of a such an uncomfortable group conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like trying to figure out why. I think part of it was just the vibe. I don't know. <laughs> but then there were three people, right, in the in the conversation? There were three people plus me, so four, four total. Okay. Last, okay, so in contrast, last night I was having a conversation with three other people and it was so fun and we'd float in between – all four of us, and then we'd just break off two, two. But I think, like, I want to make the full group conversation last longer because mm-hmm. I think they fall apart really fast, so fast, and they they fragment really fast. Yeah, and I think it's it's hard. It's like that article: if you don't become a seminar, um, unless a l- you laborious <laughs> seminar instructor, we're gonna link this article. Yes, I think. It's so hard to keep it going. And we, we just had a, an event, women's investor event, mm-hmm. and we did a one-on-one speed dating. Yeah. I t- did I talk to you about this? Yeah, yeah. And ha- that was – it was so loud. Everyone was talking because one-on-one, it is easy. It's yeah. so much easier. Yeah. Um, I mean, but then some people feel a lot of pressure because if you're on a one-on-one, you have to talk. Yeah. But it is like a it, your turn and then my turn and yeah. your turn. But a group conversation – People can sit back and they cannot say anything and that mm-hmm. feels easier to them. But if there's a bunch of people that are doing that, one person is in charge yeah. or facilitating and then everyone else is just like following the lead. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like what's what what did you find that that prolonged a group conversation? Like what would what is your tip? Well, OK, so I think one of the key things was um it was like a sizable number. It wasn't like twenty people in one conversation. Yeah, it, it was, was four, 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 which is which is even, even right. Steven, which is nice. And it was also pretty much evenly split between who was talking. 
It was like 25% each. And I think there was just like a general comfortability with everyone's just kind of generally comfortable with themselves. And it felt like conversation, not like a performance. I think sometimes maybe that's where the group conversation gets into weird territory is like when you feel like you have to kind of perform or you feel like you're going to be judged by other people in a group conversation. Yeah. Which I think happens when you don't know the people that well and or when you have – it's a big group. Big group Because then so that's hard. like public speaking essentially. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. But I do think that that you were last night with people that, that were all skilled at group conversation and yeah. conversation in general yeah. and were all knew each other quite well. Yeah. And if, you know, maybe two of them didn't know each other as well but – or maybe they just met. But you knew everybody really well. Yeah. And – yeah. So it's like when you're in that magical situation where everybody is yeah. good at this and yeah. everybody has something to share and, and contribute, it's amazing. But you just can't always be in that position. I know. Okay. So what do you think – why do you think group conversations fall apart? Why do they fall apart? Why do they fragment so fast? Do you have an example of like last night when it would fragment? Do you, can you think of that? I guess like it it felt really natural when it would fragment. But I guess it was like when I guess the other half of the table would start talking about something that I wasn't super interested in. Then I would be like, oh, Celeste, what? Yeah. Like, let's catch up. It, where it was like kind of a more one-on-one right. topic. Well, yes, because not everyone is interested in everything yeah. that is put on the table in a group conversation. Yeah, yeah. Also, I feel like it happens when, say, Jeremy had something to tell the group, but you had already heard it. You know, and so he's talking yes. and then you're like, well, I've, I've already, I've already heard, this. heard this. Yeah. That's totally when it happens too. I mean, when you're in a group conversation, you, there's a lot to think about because you're one, have to, having to think that if you're if you're self-conscious in any way, it's mm-hmm. really, really hard because you're thinking about yourself only. Of course. But then you also have to think about what, what topics can, the, can this squad all contribute to and yeah. find interesting or valuable. Yeah. And that's really hard the more people you add yep yes finding common denominators is harder the more like numbers you add yeah one and one sure you know you can find something find something and and if not you're asking questions you're you know and that is much easier so the laborious seminar (laughs) is the easiest way i feel like a group conversation going really really well is like the highest of highs it's it's the best it's um I, I we made up a phrase. I was I had one of these once. I was part of one of these group conversations. Where we were like, everything is this so fun, and it was also with four people, and we called it something. Driving the daiquiri, whatever yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter, but whatever it was, where it's like everyone's contributing. It's a yes and. Mm-hmm. It's just like this never ending fun, fun machine. <laughs> I feel like I'm I go in and out of being good. You know, sometimes I'm like I was off my game. That yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They're not always on, and you're always well received. Yeah, but. One person who's not good at this can tank it. Ugh. You're right. Describe more about what it means <sighs> to be not good at it. Well, and not good at it is is so subjective, right? Yeah. Like you and I have our own values mm-hmm. in a group conversation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so that is tricky. So keep that in mind when you're listening to this and saying, I'm saying not good at. That sounds very objective and there's not like – you can't score anything on these. Yes, but I do think that probably most people listening would agree that we've all met people that can suck the life out of a conversation. Yes, yes, yes. I think, like I said, it takes so much brain power to listen to what was said, synthesize a response, and then 
and then keep it going yeah. from there and not and not stop it. Yeah. And I think it's it's easy to be like, okay, how does this apply to me? How does this apply to me? Yeah. What, what should I say? Okay. I, you know, and I think there's some people who, who can like make those synapses work in their brain to a certain extent. Yeah. And there's a sliding scale. And then mm-hmm. if you are like, okay, I'm going to relate this to myself because that's all I know how to do. And then it's like, my grandpa had something like this too. And you're like, what are you talking about? This like that completely changed the subject. And like, I think that that's another thing is keeping it on topic and making sure that you're not totally derailing the conversation because someone in that group brought this up because they want to talk about it and yeah. they want to feel fulfilled in this, in this, you know, if they brought up a question or posed a question to the group or whatever it is, it's like, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Let's let's veer it back. And so you don't want to be the person taking it off the rails. Totally. And you know what's interesting is I feel like we've since we've been talking about this, the metaphors we've been using have all been about vehicles and cars, like rails, wheels, um, driving, like it and I think there is kind of a momentum to it. And like that's the the whole thing about getting derailed is that like it just it's like tired or it's like brakes squealing. It's like okay. Yes. Cause I off. I think we're we can both think of a person, yes, the same person yeah. who does that to conversations, absolutely, and it's really jarring. Yeah, the way that it it's jarring, and then I'm like working so overtime. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and while I say, I mean, obviously <laughs> saying this, like no one is tasking me with this. No one hired me to work overtime and making this group conversation fun. And so I am very fully aware of that. But it just, it, I do. I'm I'm chasing the high. I'm chasing yeah. the high of yes. that group conversation. Driving the being so. It's so fun. It's so fun. Um, did we talk about momentum? We we did. We okay. were talking about it last week. Yes. But I just had a thought about another reason maybe why group conversations fall apart easily is because um, it's really easy to think that your participation is optional. Yeah. When you're in a one-on-one, it's like there's no one else that can shoulder this except for me. And I also think now that I'm saying this out loud, sometimes when I when I talk to people in a group scenario, I'll choose one person to make eye contact with and I'll just look at them. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a bad thing to do because people automatically are like, okay, well, she's this is not directed at me. Spread the eye contact. That's Spread a great it. point. And when when I was dating before Alan, um, I knew who, who liked me, who was in a group conversation oh, they were yeah. looking at me. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the person who's – and not always. That's not always the case. But yeah. it's like the person who's – actively listening and being you know if you want to be the person that they're looking at it's you're you know you, i know how to do that too like you yeah. can you can receive this conversation really well but if yeah. you're the one talking it's so important to spread the eye contact around yes so important to make everyone feel like you're talking to everyone and feel involved and included yes. and it's not just hey you can talk now it's more like body language and and pulling them in in that way pulling them in you have to pull in everyone yeah when you're talking yeah. to a group um when alan is talking to a group. Yeah. He he only looks at me. Ah! Which is stop. He only has eyes for one Sweet. woman. But it is a <laughs> it is a social crutch. And so I'll like he'll look at me while he's talking and I'll like look away. <laughs> I'm sure he loves that. I'm sure he really feels so good when you do that. I'm just like I yeah. <laughs> contact with someone else. Oh my god. Babe. <laughs> so that reminds me of like um j-lo and ben affleck going viral at the oscars and she's like smile (laughs) and they're like blink if you're okay oh my god i know i feel so bad for him i i need to stop policing his social skills but i can't i'm like but i can't (laughs) 
<laughs> I've, been, I've been more and more because I'm like, Alan, did you introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm like, Alan, say bye. Say. You know, I'm like, a f- I'm, it's so bad. And he does. Does he care? No, yes, he does he care. He does? Yes, he hates it. Stop. So we're working on it. That's it. <laughs> It's so it's like it's a control thing too. It's like I know how I would handle the situation and I want you to yeah. handle it the same. Okay, control is another thing you have to throw out the window when it comes to group conversations. I know. It's tough. It's hard. It is truly hard and especially from my like yeah, I just I think I can do it better and I just I can't. It's not <laughs> about that, you know? And I think yeah. that we talked about this before about the the generous nature of a facilitator. Of, of someone who can, like, be a really strong part of a, a group conversation but not overtake it. Yeah. It's like they, you have to walk the line and then let other people have their time and let other people have their – like, people want to talk and they want to be part of it and they want to be heard as well. You know, maybe approaching group conversations like, okay, I have to be the facilitator is actually, like, the wrong mindset to have. It, it has to be. Maybe it's, like, I – want to connect with everyone how can i connect with every single person in this group that's a great way to that's a great way to put it like connecting connector i don't know be yes 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 because because that's eye contact that's also um like noticing when when people are feeling disengaged or and how good does it feel when you're involved and you're included and you belong it's so so good and so so when you go to a and i obviously this is i feel like this as a facilitator which we're going to fix and I'm not going to go into looking like or feeling that like that anymore. But when I go into another situation where I'm not as as rooted in the group and someone else is doing that to me, yeah. it's like ah, it makes people really, really like you. Yeah, because it because that person is saying like you matter and I care what you have to say. Right, right. And that's such a good feeling. It's so good. And it's easy to rely on the people who want to talk or the people who are always the one talking. What are some ways that you could pull someone in if they are disengaging? Anyone can do this, right? It's like this person hasn't spoken in a while. You can tell their like their body language is looking a little yeah. dejected. Yeah. Like ask them a question or like or ask the same question to them directly. Yeah. You haven't said this, but that again, we're we're infringing upon laborious <laughs> seminar <laughs> territory, <laughs> which I don't think we talked about that on here. I think we talked about it at Kind of Tropical with Jeremy and Eleanor. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We need to do a whole episode about this yes. article. Yes. Literally. Um, okay. So, like, what's the perfect group number? Is it four? We ha- we've been having these movie nights. Oh, yeah, yeah. And usually 10 to 15 people come. Yeah. And then at the end, we are all, like, standing around in the, in the kitchen. And it's not it, – it, it wouldn't matter who was there. Yeah. It's just – it's too many people. Oh, for it to be like a full yes. on group conversation. Yes, exactly. So it's so true. So I think, I mean, even for we for a while we were doing fancy dinner we uh, monthly. It was a while before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and we would cap it at six, not only because of the conversation, but also because it's easier to, like to sit at a table and to yeah. like to share things with six. Yeah. So maybe that's the action here. It's like get six people together, you yeah. and then five other people, and. I mean, you can start with dinner and hopefully expand it to something different. But I think, yeah, practice. Practice. Yeah. And maybe start with four. Yeah. Maybe start with four. Whatever your comfort zone is. When, four is perfect because you're sitting at a four-person table. You're all involved. Yeah. When it gets to six, there's there could there's be factions. There's, there could be factions. Yeah. And there is a Curb Your Enthusiasm. Do you watch that? Yeah. There's a – it's a more recent one where they talk about middling <laughs> where <laughs> – 
Wait, can I – before yeah, – yeah, yeah. Should I guess, guess what it means? Yeah. It's um when you're like in the middle, you're sitting in between two conversations on either side of you. Well, is that what it means? Well, it could be that. Okay, you could be good at middling, or you could be bad at middling. Oh, and so when someone in the middle, so the person that's sitting, you know, if you're t- thinking of a traditional rectangular table, yeah, the person in the center, there's, you know, there could be two on this side and two on this side, and then the two people in the center, for them to effectively like make it a cool, good group conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. They have to be good at this. They yeah. have to be. They have to be somewhat of like they have to be generous. They have to make sure that people are involved. Yeah. And if they're not, then it is two two separate factions. Yeah. It's two, and this person over here doesn't get to talk to this person over here. And when you go to dinner with someone, it sucks to like be seated. You know, you think about that. Yeah. You're like, I'm on the side where I don't, I don't want I can't oh talk God, about yes. or I'm I'm sitting on the side where no one's talking or this yes. isn't fun or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Which is funny. So you have to. I think that's something that you kind of have to for sure. think about. For sure. You have to put the good middlers in the middling place. That's interesting. That's a good hostess tip. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, or have a, a circular table. Yeah. It's funny now that we're talking this out how I feel like when we're talking about group conversations, how much like a table comes to mind for me. Yeah. Because that's when they happen. People are – when people are sitting down. Sitting down. And six, unless you have a six-person circular table, isn't ideal. You know, it's it doesn't give even weight to everybody. Like we have a dining room table that has four and then one on either end. And even that, the configuration is uneven. You know, it's like an oblong. It's not a perfect circle. Right. Circular circular tables are the best. Yeah. They and are. That's it's a it's it's a not not just aesthetically, it's definitely a <laughs> um a circle is round. A circle is round. <laughs> um, oh my god. But it is it's a social tactic, right? Yeah. And there's those like little like social tips that help people to connect better. Yep. Yeah, totally. So work – and you can work on middling. Yeah. Part of it is pulling people together, making people feel good, people feel included. And when you're not doing that or you're or, or you're, you're one to sit on the sidelines, Yeah. maybe don't choose the middle seat. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, yes. We now, – now it's like a thing that we bring up amongst the friends. You're like – Like, like some people are like, I don't want a middle. <laughs> um in fact yeah and even family things like there, like there's some people that just don't talk as much or that don't don't want to be as involved and they want to jump in to give their two cents yeah which is okay um but i think that's another thing that people who don't want to talk as much in a group conversation should consider yeah contribute yeah jump in yeah well, well what do you think are the barriers to jumping in feeling self-conscious and and feeling like having the worst case scenario in your mind of what will happen, right? I'm going to say something. It's going to be stupid. No one's going to laugh. Yeah. Take the risk. Take it. And surround yourself by people who aren't going to be mad about it or mean about it. Yeah. Sometimes like like I know I I say Kristoff's name a lot, which is I think it's okay because we can can debrief after with him. But he'll he'll like – he really (laughs) – takes risks as far as his jokes go and sometimes i'll be like that was bad and i think that's way nicer than just to like not say anything it totally is because then it's like okay we're close enough where i can like tell you that was bad and you're still laughing but you're like lol that was so bad and you're being acknowledged so i think i think that could be a good tactic to like if someone does if someone does like speak up to instead of just everyone being like oh 
You know how you know how yeah, it feels yeah, when yeah. someone says a bad joke. No one catches like, oh. you. It's a free fall and there's no, no, no one, one catches. catches you. Yeah, yeah, you have to catch people. Be the catcher. That's a great point. Be the catcher and it doesn't You gotta be pitching, you gotta be catching. Yes, yes. You gotta be outfield. <laughs> you gotta be all of it. But everybody, everybody should be doing this. Like if for this yeah. to be like a I don't know, a really good conversation, it's not just one person. I think that's a good point. The, the facilitator thing, we gotta throw it out the window. Yeah, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Um but the um like yes but not not being dishonest too yes because you're not gonna you're not laughing at someone you're not pity laughing we're not we're done no, no out it it sometimes it's just sometimes it's the the scenario of what they said is just it's funny that they said that even if what they said isn't funny exactly and something that i love to say to people is i if they say something stupid but i still laugh i i say i hate that i'm laughing at this yes oh that's great acknowledging <laughs> like, that yeah I, like yes. yeah yeah i hate that you made me laugh yes. at something that was so or like that was such a weird joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. what a weird like what I like also calling attention to like the comedic devices that people are using or like really? you know yeah like like Alan sometimes sometimes I'll be like that was not funny and he was and he'll be like you just don't understand comedy <laughs> and then which is like funny that's a good exchange like I don't I didn't like that joke but you know. <laughs> But I do think that that is way nicer than than fake laughing, pity laughing, or um, not saying anything. I know. I, we should do an episode about, you know, obviously it's like, oh, never, you should never fake orgasms. But we should do an episode about fake laughing. Yes. About like, should you do it? Should you not do it? I know. Because the, in a previous episode, you said easy, easy, easy laughter, which is mm-hmm. so true. Yeah, it, 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 it is true. It's But it's it's not fake. It's just kind of having a lower threshold. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're we're fun. We're yeah. friends. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was listening to Tim Ferriss mm. and I don't usually, but Christina sent me one today oh, cool. about it was a CEO coach. And he was talking about how he's he was he's the four hour work week guy. Yeah. And he was talking about how he's optimized his schedule so that he can like go skiing on a Wednesday or whatever. And he was like, Yeah, but it's kinda lonely because no one else can come. No one else can come because everyone has to work. Tim Ferriss is lonely. That's he doesn't it. have rich friends, <laughs> rich financial you think friends, that, right? You, That's really surprising to me. I know. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking, like, you had this long hiatus from work. Like, we have we have a lot of friends that have optimized their freedom, and you're you know you're back to work, but that's not forever. No, no. And having this emphasis on freedom, thus being able to prioritize relationships, yeah, is something that I have kind of a lot of right now. Yeah. And because I've prioritized that and yeah. helped my friends prioritize that. Yes, exactly. And and we talked about too, there are seasons, you know, like yes. I am in a work season right now, but while I'm also trying to like turbocharge my friends, which is fun, but also <laughs> exactly. I'm so tired. I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I sat in the car trying to trying to pump myself up for this podcast oh. and I turned on Fat Lip by some 41 and I screamed it <laughs> and it worked oh my God. For, and I emerged I from mean, the car a new woman you're you're doing great I we for the record I did say that we didn't have to do this no no I know but I wanted to <laughs> I know this is my job I, it's your job yeah I mean truly but even if we weren't recording I would still want to hang out with you and I'd I treat know. it like a job yes yeah I'm your boss <laughs> No, but I love this concept, and I do think that that working on oh, I ran into a fan. <laughs> oh, I know a, a a stranger fan. 
No. Okay. She comes to open house stuff. She's so lovely. And she oh, messaged us on she messaged us. And she was also in Factoria. Yeah. Oh. Um and she was like, I now I find myself like, am I asking enough questions? And so she's like putting this into action, which is so Shut the fuck up. I know. It was I love that. It was very, very exciting. Wow. Um, so I just I, I what did I, why was I talking about that? Well, um, I just said because even if I wasn't recording. Oh yes. Oh yes. I no, I, it's it's been so fun. Um, but having um having this like set date, we've gotten closer. A hundred percent. Because it's it's a weekly engagement. Yeah. And so maybe that is something. You're good at this too. You and Danny have something you're working on together. Yeah. Project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is is that a tactic to to make friendship yeah, like it work? Is. It is. Um I was just listening. We, we recorded a podcast about the ranch. Oh. And fine. I brought a ranch with seven people including myself so six other people yeah and we were talking about how we know each other so in depth yeah and like you show up i mean you know most of your friends at their best at a fun party looking their best yeah like that is and we talked about this with errands and stuff too but maybe this is another layer of start a project with your friend totally yes we should definitely talk about this because i think working towards a common goal is so important Uh, sharing an interest so important yes and seeing people at their worst or at seeing people at their seeing worst. people's other other dimensions yeah. like how what are the, what's their work ethic yeah what is their i mean work ethic is overrated in my opinion now but i love that but i do think that like what what are they what are how are they when there's pressure on or, yeah 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 see yeah seeing yeah what you just said like seeing the full range of a human <sighs> not just them at like their sparkly best at happy hour yes yeah. How exciting is that? It is so exciting because humans are real. Uh, yes, I know. And we're, yeah, we're real and um, it's nice. It goes back to that thing of like choosing to love someone, d- not in spite of all their ugly parts, but like because, because of, of them. them. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to choose to love you anyways. Right. And you also, it's like you go, oh, this this is kind of the the, um, the concept behind that show Severance, where oh. you, you disconnect your work life from your home life. You haven't watched that, right? No. Okay, that so sounds good. cool. I, I love it. And it's kind of like your work consciousness does is not aware of your home consciousness and vice versa. But I do think that there – it's it's a really good show. It's on no, Apple+. Oh, I love that. Um, but there is this like – I remember when I was teaching, I was like, my friends would ne- will never be able to see me in this mode. They'll never be able to see my skills. They'll never be able to like know how I am in this Ooh, environment. Oh, wow. Know? And I was just so proud of like the work I was doing there. Yeah. And – by by going into a project like this or like what you're doing with Danny or like anything. It could be literally like a project to beautify your backyard. Yeah, yeah. Like you you get to see that side of them and yeah. you get to show that side of you that you could be really proud of. Totally. I That's a beautiful concept. I love that. Yeah, it's true. I feel like most – unless you're friends with your coworkers, most people that you know – you know, like people don't really know what I do on a day-to-day basis. Right. And pe- most people probably won't ever. I know. And it's and no one was ever going to get to see that side of me that's like presenting in a meeting or like whatever. And that's fine. I, I, I don't need everybody to see that. But it is nice to know that for me, I guess it's it's less about it's less about knowing getting to see that side of me and more about like getting to share a common like a common thing that I'm passionate about with somebody else. Yeah. That's so fun. And when after we had that brunch it was so fun and she's so sweet 
and you said, I respect her creatively. Yeah. And how would you have known that if you had, if you weren't? Exactly. You know? Yes. So I think that's a really cool way. And even as small as like me going over and helping Nicole with this with shelf. her shelf. I, that's a strength of mine. I have my tools. And yeah, I my baby. Tool bag. And then she was like, you should plant your garden. You should put stuff in your, your flower beds and I can come help you. <gasps> And it's like, oh, my God. That's going to be a project. Yes. Isn't that so fun? And I was over there for an hour and a half. And, like, how close do you feel? I felt so close to her. And And you're helping her. Yes. And we talked on the podcast about how um, helping people ingratiates them to you. Yes. So you you feel more favorably about the person that you helped. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. Like, her asking that. That's amazing. I also helped her with – I, like, helped her with the truck. I moved some things. And she brought it up today. And she was like, I just – I'm so grateful. And I was like, you ask. That's so cool. I mean, not not many yes. people would ask for help with that, you know? Totally. Totally. It just seems like she's so secure in herself. Like, yeah. If, if, you're, if you're secure enough to ask. There is something also I think about Nicole and the way that she – the way that she asks is probably really comfortable. I think sometimes people are like, ah, like, sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. Like, but I think it's better – to just ask in a way that's like, hey, you want to just come help me do my shelf? Yeah. Oh, or like, she's hey, so I need help. It. Will you yeah. help me? And the fact that she's so incredibly generous with her time and her cooking totally. and her everything. It's like, oh, oh my I would God. do anything for her. <laughs> <laughs> she is so generous. She's – she her, her partner broke her – broke his foot, his ankle. She then the next day twisted her ankle. She's wearing a brace no, right now. Oh, she did. Yes. And then I was over there helping with her shelf, and she was like, I'm making dinner tonight for some of my friends that just had a baby. I was like, you are an angel. You're a saint. And that, I mean, she she's probably so happy because of it because it just feels so good to help people. It feels so good. One time she dropped brownies yes. and a flower at my house <sighs> just for no reason. Gluten I didn't free. even – I didn't – gluten-free. I know. I know. She she was like, I'm so glad, happy that Julia inspired me to try gluten-free brownies. She says she said that today? Yes. <laughs> I know. It like smushes my heart to an uncomfortable degree. Oh, I know. <laughs> because I I told I was telling her about my recent gluten-free oh, yeah. situation. Oh yeah. And she was like, Okay, well now I'm gonna really challenge myself to make all of these things gluten-free. And I was like, You are I'm just, you, I just... amazed. And oh, that God. the power of that. Like she she's my family. Yeah. You know, it's like so totally amazing. Oh, it's so fun. Anyway, I do think that these are some really good and actionable ways to make friendship your job. Let's rapid fire summarize. Yes. Okay. Back and forth bullet points. <laughs> okay. Structure. Laborious seminar. Go. <laughs> okay. Four person group setting hangs. Yes. Right now, whoever whenever whoever's listening to this. Four to six people. Text four to six people. Get something on the calendar. Yep. Where you're sitting at a table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you could be anywhere. Round. <laughs> Round. Um, okay. So, and really it doesn't have to be dinner. It would be nice if it was something different or like some activity. And if yes. you feel weird about a group situation and just sitting there talking, a good way to be – oh, my God. I'm, I'm ruining the rapid fire. I'm sorry. <laughs> but a good oh, – <laughs> This is ruined. There's no more rapid fire. This is a slow death. <laughs> I know. Slow death by summarization. <laughs> laborious seminar yeah. oh my god okay what last thing activity activity uh, yes. group hang activity spread eye contact spread it out engage people that are disengaging be generous don't be self-conscious take the leap it's take all gonna the, be fine take the leap and catch other people yes 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 
catch other people, then they're more likely to catch you. Yeah. And yeah, put the focus outside of yourself. Yep. And then we're making our we're making friendship our job. Friendship is our job. It is so important. Mm-hmm. We're making stuff, cool stuff with our friends. Yeah, cool projects. We're helping other other people. Helping people. Using and, our and asking for help. Helping equally, people. Equally asking important. for help. That's it, baby. That's it. That's so vote, good. Vote for us for president. <laughs> we're running on the platform. And give us five stars on Spotify. Because oh. <laughs> somebody gave us a two Yo, and it's ruined our day. Who is it? Who tell was us. it? Spotify won't tell us. <laughs> we asked. Email us if it was you. <laughs> We'd love to hear your feedback. I have some theories. <laughs> No, but y'all, someone did give us a two, so please rate us. Talk about not getting flapped. Never been more flapped in my whole life. I'm like scrolling through I my contacts, it. like who the fuck? Who was could it? it be? I mean, the, literally, the people who are listening are our friends, and that's it, almost. So, yeah, it was like my mom. Yeah, yeah, it was my mom after I called her a narcissist. She was. This like, will show her. Two. An anonymous two. A two is to me worse than a one. Yeah, you're right. Two is like. Um, like I actually genuinely dislike this. One is like, okay, you're getting spite into spiteful territory. Right, right, you're right. like, okay, you're whatever. Two is like, this is actually bad, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. You know what I what practicing? Um, like best case scenario. Yeah, could it have been a mistake? A finger slip. <laughs> finger people, slip. people have sausage fingers. So- people be ball people hands. be having. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and- that's what you call a callback. <laughs> Alan, it was and his gross motor <laughs> skills. It's like whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, Wait, also by you just calling out a callback, you also just called back to this episode the when the devices. Community devices. I know. Damn, I know. layers. What brain fog? <laughs> yeah, brain fog. Who? Brain fog. Who? <laughs> I've been having brain fog. Everybody. <laughs> brain fog. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Please okay. give us five stars. Yes. And um, what? Oh, and. Leave us. What? What else can they do? Oh, oh, oh! Follow us on on Spotify. Follow us on on Spotify. Oh yeah, follow us because on, yeah, we can yeah, see yeah. that now. Yeah, we can't see who it is, but yeah, do it. Friends forever. <laughs> Friends forever. Friends forever. Bye. Same time next week. Bye.